most people spend their entire life stressed without ever giving a single thought as to what it is they really want or what's important to them. See, I'm here to cut through all that noise, connecting you to yourself and the life that you were meant to live. I used to slave away at a corporate job that I hated, but I broke through the social norms and pursued my passion. As a result, I own my own coffee company, I'm an espresso sommelier, and I get to travel the world. You too can live a life that you love, but it starts with getting clear about what you want. It starts with a new decision. I'm your host, Donnie Rouse, you are listening to the podcast, One Life. Destroying negative and disempowering beliefs. What if you can destroy those disempowering beliefs that have been holding you back from all that you become, all that you want? What kind of effect do you think that would have on your life? How would it change your relationships? How would it change how you show up every single day and work with the people around you? I'm here to tell you that it is possible to break these disempowering beliefs and to come out on the other side feeling different than you were before. And the process itself is actually a very simple process. But as with all things that are simple, sometimes the execution could be a little bit more complex because it requires a little bit of discomfort. So I'm going to preface this with it. Know that it will be a little bit discomfortable, but look at the other end, look on the other side. When you come out the other end, how would it feel to liberate some of those negative beliefs that you had? How would that impact your life? When you've gotten acquainted with this, then, and only then do I believe that you should enter the process of, of, of recreating and, and, and abolishing these disempowering beliefs because now you know what the, any kind of negative, like um, any kind of uncomfortable feelings you, you have, you know what the outcome is. So let's go over the process. Well, first let's talk about what exactly is a belief. A belief is something that you stopped questioning because you believe it to be true. And we can think of beliefs as a tabletop, right? If you have the, if the top of the table is the belief, the legs are all of the things that support the belief. And with legs, if you think of legs, what makes a sturdy table, right? If you have one leg under the table, it's, it's not really sturdy, right? You could literally, if it's balanced, you could literally tap it with your finger and the table falls over. What if there are three legs on the table, right? It's a little bit more sturdy now. If you, you know, if you put a a vase on there and it's not completely centered, it's not going to fall over. But what happens if you put too much weight where that fork of the legs is? All of a sudden now it's going to topple over. But what now happens if you have four legs? Now you have a stable, a stable platform, a stable table where you can stack all kinds of things. Maybe if you stack too many things, maybe those legs will crumble. But what happens if you have eight legs on the table, not just on the corners, but supporting the center too? Now you have a structure that is indestructible unless you start to break down those legs. And so this, the table represents beliefs and the more legs that are under the table are the more 
support or strength that you have for a particular belief. But beliefs are could be you know you could destroy a belief, you can question a belief and make it unstable. And as a result of seeing the other possibility, the other side that is true, now all of a sudden you can choose whether or not you want to stay with this belief, which you're not going to want, right? Because it's not comfortable. Or to move to this more empowering belief that is true. Because the world that you're experiencing is a result of the beliefs. Your beliefs are a lens. Imagine this pair, a pair of glasses. You put those glasses on and now that is how you see the world. It's not going to be accurate. But it's how you see it, right? So it, it's true to you. And I want to go over the, the process. This is by Byram Katie. Uh, there are four questions she asked. I kind of modified the language of this just to uh, maybe to make it a little bit more easier to comprehend. And these are the questions. So what you would do is you would first you have to get awareness. Before you can do anything, you must become aware of what those disempowering beliefs that are controlling you. And how do you become aware of that? Well, one, you might hear those thoughts going on in your head, right? And you, you, know, you think it's you, but it's really not. It is this conditioning that's happened over many years of your life that you created a meaning that may not be, well, I mean, listen, whatever meaning you create is true to you. But notice that the meaning can change depending on the questions that you ask yourself. So the first thing is to get awareness. Understand what it is that you, what, what are the things that are going on in your mind that are creating this uncomfortable emotion? Number two, question the beliefs. So by questioning the beliefs, what we're doing is we're creating uncertainty for the belief that we've been holding on to. And what this is doing is literally shaking those legs and making them unstable to the point where now they can no longer support the, they can no longer support the belief. And the question to do this is, is this true? And you might, the, your gut ins, your gut response might be, well, yes, it's true. But then I want you to ask yourself, you know, is this, do I know this to be absolutely true? And in some cases, it may be beneficial to add in this question, is it absolutely true for everybody? Second is to understand what are the consequences of holding on to this disempowering belief? How do you feel when you, when you hold this belief, right? When you believe in this, how does it make you feel? And then also answer this question, what is the result? Like, how do you show up in the world? What kind of action does it make you want to take or not take? The third part or, or the fourth part is to liberate yourself. Like, who would you be if this belief did not exist? How would you show up in everyday life? What would you go for? What would you try to do? What would you try to achieve? Once you've answered, once you've gotten the awareness and you've answered those three questions, the next thing we do now is we go to the turnaround. For the turnaround, we say, okay, well, what is the antithesis of this belief? The antithesis, you say, what is the opposite of the belief? So if you may say, like, the world is scarce, you may be like, no, what? the world is abundant. And then you replace, if the, if the belief that you were saying had to do with a person, and you say, well, this person is X, what you would do in this case is say, you know, you would replace the he, she, them with the word I. 
And then the last thing is we want to do is come up with three examples of why the opposite or the antithesis is true. When I first did this exercise, I'll give you an example from my own life. One of the beliefs that I was holding on to is that I wasn't good looking. And I'm, I'm using uh, softening words for that because what I was, the, the real word is that I was ugly. And this was picked up from, probably picked up from my childhood, thinking about, you know, my brother, when he was mad at me, how he would like, you know, throw out these, we'd throw out these, uh, these words, he would tell me I was ugly, and, but really he was just mad at me, he was frustrated, whatever, we're kids. But sometimes we hold on to these things as kids because we don't know any better. And as a result, they just kind of stick with us and we never bother questioning them. We never bother to look at their validity. So I put it through the filter of this process that I, that I just went through with you. So I got the awareness. I, I, I knew that was there, right? I knew the feeling of it, but I couldn't shake it. I could, I could look in the mirror. And if I asked myself, like, do you think, are, am I good looking? Like inside, it would almost like I would, I'd feel like myself like crying in the mirror. Like I would feel this, like this drain. So I, I knew what the belief was. And then when going on to the first question, I said, well, is this true? Like, do I know this to be absolutely true? And I was like, well, you know, at first I was like, well, yeah. But then when I put some thought to it, I was like, well, no, I mean, I, I've, I've had girlfriends, right? And people have told me that I'm good looking. Hmm. I, I've looked in the mirror and I've been like, wow, you look good. Yeah, well, you know what? No, I mean, it's, it's not absolutely true. Then I went into the number, question number two, the consequences of the belief. Like, what are the consequences of me believing this? Well, I thought about how it made me show up in my day. Like, I wouldn't it literally stop myself from, from even attempting to go talk to a girl. Like, when I believed that, it would pull me inward. I would feel small. I would feel disempowered. I would lose confidence. And as a result, I really would kind of just like go inside. I'd be in my head and it would take, completely take me out of the moment. And as a result of that, like I'm not going to meet the person that I want to be with, with that belief system because I'm not even going to try because I don't even think it's possible. And then the liberation of myself. So who would I be without this belief? Well, if I didn't believe that, I'd be, I would be myself. I would be able to approach anyone knowing that I was good enough that it didn't matter what anyone else thought because I believed that I was good looking and, and it doesn't matter. It would give me the confidence. I would take action. I would be more playful. Can you see how having one belief could literally dictate how you show up in the world and how with these negative beliefs that you have they're becoming, they, they become self-fulfilling. So let's go to the turnaround. And this is where the, this is where the magic happened for me. I, this was like my, my favorite part of it because it was like the big aha moment. So, so what's the antithesis? The antithesis was like, well, I'm good looking, I'm handsome. And when I looked at, well, what are supporting, what are some supporting uh, beliefs or arguments for, for this to, to prove that this is true. One was like, I was like, well, I believe I'm good looking, right? I look in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, wow, I look good. Two, that my body, like I have a great body. I put a lot of work into it. Three was that my energy, like people always compliment me on my energy. And I know, 
I looked at uh, just people who I like I thought were good looking, but they were I didn't find them attractive. I was going to say the word ugly. I found them ugly because of their personality, just because of the way they acted. Like so, your the personality has a big thing to do with it as well. So I was like, and, and I have a ton of energy. I bring really bring that forward. And then the last one, who what I wrote right here, was I like I get compliments. People compliment me all the time. But prior, I wasn't letting those compliments sink in. I was just kind of like bing, and they would just like kind of bounce off. And when I when I wrote these when I wrote these supporting uh, arguments for why I was good looking, all of a sudden like it was like whoo. It felt, I felt the veil lifted. And you know that it's working because you're no longer triggered. Now when I, when I say the words like I'm not good looking, I don't feel the emotional response from it. That's how I know it worked. And so this is the process to start to break down those limiting beliefs and adopting the true you, who you really are. So let's go over that process again. Right? We, we know that beliefs are the way we see the world and how our beliefs are similar to a table. The more legs or the more reasons we have to believe in that, the stronger the structure is. But the, stru- the structure is not indestructible. indestructible. The way that you break down the belief is by breaking down the structure, by breaking down the support legs. And breaking down the support leg happens when you question it. Questions like, well, how do I know this is true? Is this true for everybody? So we'll go over those questions. The first thing was we, we needed to get awareness. We needed to become aware of those disempowering beliefs so this way we could actually take the steps to change it. Secondly, we question those beliefs. We start to break them down and find the, the holes in that belief system. Is this true? Do I know it to be absolutely true? And is this true for everybody? And who believes in this, right? Like with the, with the question of me not believing that I was good looking. Well, the, do, does everyone believe that? No, right? You're just looking to shake those legs so you can replace that belief. You're looking to get leverage on yourself. What are the consequences of that belief? Now, the consequences, you think of how do you show up? How does it make you feel? And take action as a result of that belief. And then lastly, who would you be without the belief? How would you show up in the world? How would you feel? And this is like where the liberation comes in because you're like, man, I would feel great if I didn't have this because, wow, I could feel like I could do A, B, and C. You can. And then again, for the last part, we go to the turnaround. What is the opposite? What is the antithesis of that belief? Write it down and literally just flipping, flipping the belief on its back. And then if that belief was about a person, just replace that with he, she, uh, he, she, they, or I with, with I. I mean, he, she, or they with I. And then lastly, get the supporting arguments for that new belief. Like what are the three things that would support that new belief? You can find it. I know it is because all you have to do is ask the question, what are three things that support this belief to be true or that prove this belief to be true? And just keep asking until you find it and your brain will give you an answer because that is what it's designed to do. It's designed to answer the questions you ask it. That, my friend, is how you break your beliefs, how you destroy your disempowering beliefs. So this way you can go off and you can live the life of, that you were meant to live. You live your authentic and true self without all the masks, without all the, all the layers that have been holding you down. You could literally... 
at any point choose to take them all off and leave all that weight behind. But it is going to take work. I promise you. And it is going to be uncomfortable. But it is worth it. I hope you enjoyed this stream here. I hope this uh, added a lot of value to uh, your, you know, how you move forward. I hope you try this process and don't take my word for it. Try it out and see the results. In my uh, in my course, the One Life Blueprint, the first thing we do is uh, for every category of your life, we we get awareness. We look at all the 12 categories of your life. And the first thing we're looking at is awareness. What are the thoughts, the feelings, the beliefs that you have in this area of your life? And so if you were doing that, you literally would just take all of those and you would flip them on their back and do this entire process. Yes, it will take time, but it is worth it. So that is all I've got for you guys. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope this adds so much. I hope it changes your life and, and just helps you realize like how much you how much worth you are like how much is possible what the possibilities are you can do it i believe in you if you enjoy this podcast please share this with five people who could benefit from it and i know everyone could benefit from it because we all have those disempowering beliefs and I also, I want to thank you guys just for, for tuning in. I realize, you know, there's always so many demands being made on your time, but you're here, you're choosing to listen to this because I believe that you know that you were called for something greater. You know that you were called for, to, for a better life. And it, that was just life on your terms, life without the restrictions. So part of this is just like un, un, taking all that stuff off. And I, I am so appreciative for you being here and spending this time with me. If you have any questions or would like to comment, feel free to send me a message through my website at www.donnyrouse.com. That's D-O-N-N-Y-R-A-U-S.com. Again, D-O-N-N-Y-R-A-U-S.com. That is all I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you only get one life. Live fully, live passionately, and most of all, live now. God bless you guys, and I will see you again next week.